Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. Well, I never give up an opportunity to come to West Annapolis uh, because it's really going to be an area that's popping, but I wanted to hop into Crosby Marketing and Communications right here on Melbourne Avenue. And today we're speaking with Raymond Crosby, who is the CEO and the head guru and the marketing genius and the the man behind the... Uh, the brand, I guess it is. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, John. Thanks so much for having me. Well, Happy New Year, and thank you very much for inviting me up here. And we just wanted to learn a little bit about Crosby Marketing and Communications, and I understand that it wasn't your idea. No, was- no. Actually, <laughs> this is the brainchild and entrepreneurial uh, venture that my father, Ralph, started. So my father, Ralph, is a lifelong Annapolitan and uh, started his career in journalism after getting out of the University of Maryland and uh, was a journalist, you know, throughout the 70s. At uh, one point, he had uh, me and my two sisters and wanted to be able to go to our games and recitals and other things uh, instead of commuting back and forth to D.C. every day. So we actually went into business here in Annapolis. Uh, with a gentleman named George Phillips, and they ended up having a variety of restaurants and small shopping centers and and other entrepreneurial ventures. But he always did all the marketing for his their entities. But then he also had many friends who said, "Hey, Ralph, you do this for? Can you do this for my business?" And that's how um, the firm actually started. So it was totally word of mouth. So a lot of it word of mouth. Um, and the original genesis of, of the company was he bought three small tourism publications, rambling through Annapolis, rambling through Georgetown, and rambling through Alexandria. And uh, these were small tourist guides. And my mother sold the ads, and uh, my father wrote all the copy, and uh, a woman named Barbara Butt, who uh, uh, worked out of her basement, classic kind of entrepreneurial uh, endeavor, um, you know, she helped do all the production and make it happen. So, you know, between my father's journalistic background and entrepreneurial spirit, that was the little seedling of the idea that ultimately has uh, become Crosby. And how long ago was that? So he started, uh, the company was officially started in 1973 as when he bought those tourist publications. Wow. I joined uh, the when I got out of college and uh, I was the third employee. That was in the early 80s. You know, we've been growing and going ever since. Well, that's one thing I do know that you are growing and growing. It doesn't seem that a week goes by when I'm not getting something from Crosby saying, hey, we've <laughs> added somebody else to our team, whether it be here. And you do have another office over in Bethesda outside of D.C., right? Right. Yeah, we do. So we um, we're up to 100 and almost 120 people now. We have about 75 uh, here in our Annapolis headquarters. 
uh, here in West Annapolis. And then we have another 25 or so in our Bethesda office. And then we now have employees that are working remotely in, I think, seven states now. So um, Thanks, COVID. Yes. I mean, yeah, so, some of that is definitely <laughs> thanks to COVID. You le- learned, and, how, uh, learned how to do it. Yes. Well, what got, what got the bug for you? I mean, you said you joined as employee number three after college. Uh, was I mean, was marketing and just watching your dad work? Yeah, the, well, I think a couple of things. I, I, you know, I was a radio, TV, film major, and I always loved film and music, and you know, more the creative arts side of things. And uh, uh, my uncle actually ran a a series of radio stations out in California. So I was like, well, maybe I can kind of combine my love of music and 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 business. So I started out right out of college. I went to work for some radio stations in uh, Baltimore. And I was calling on a lot of ad agencies. And finally, I said to my father one day, like, you know, I I think I want to sit on the other side of the desk. And instead of selling airtime, I want to come up with all the ideas. So he took me out to lunch one Sunday, which was at Fred's Restaurant. If you remember Fred's here in Annapolis, it was an old stable restaurant here. He said, well, why don't you come to work with me? And that's how... He and I started, and I've been, you know, incredibly blessed uh, to have him as a mentor. And uh, the company has just, you know, started out from that small Annapolis, and then we got clients in Anne Arundel County, then we got, you know, clients in Baltimore, Washington, and now we have, you know, national clients. And uh, it's just grown every five years. We've been able to kind of elevate and and grow in our level of sophistication and uh, in in delivering great results for our clients. That's fantastic because it takes. A special relationship to be able to work with a family member, uh, and and not many people have it and and are able to make it work. Yeah, I, I tell you, I have to give my father and my mother to some degree uh, <laughs> all the credit for that. You know, my father's an, an incredibly gifted and giving father, so he's he's not only uh, been my mentor, uh, but he's absolutely one of my best friends, and uh, I can count on him for anything. So he's it's really been a great partnership. We've had an occasional dust up here and there, but you know uh, our our love for each other has always um, you know superseded any of those things. And uh, he's been my biggest cheerleader and supporter. And it's 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 tough though. I talk to a lot of other people that work in family businesses, and they're you know it's it's really challenging for some of them. But knock on wood, we we've not had any of those issues. Well, I would say that's probably a, a component of your success and your growth. Absolutely, uh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Well, let's talk a little bit about the agency and what type of PR and marketing. I mean, who are you? Who are your clients? And I mean, I know you talked about tourism and and you know working the the magazines mm-hmm. or the the publications. Yeah, that's how I mean, the company started. And and what we've evolved into is a you know fully integrated marketing firm that does very large scale outreach, engagement, and activation programs for very specific type of clients. So our whole mission is to what we call inspire actions that matter. So we work with clients who are really have a cause or a purpose to help improve people's lives, delivering a product, a service, a benefit, or something along those lines that you know ultimately contributes to the greater good. So we have kind of three types of clients. One is we do a lot of work in healthcare. Second, we do a tremendous amount of work for federal government agencies. And then third, we work with nonprofits and causes. So they are all mission-driven organizations. And, um, you know, what we like to say is we, we combine, 
you know, the absolute best of performance-based marketing, you know, getting marketing results combined with having a purpose and a mission uh, that we're supporting. And it's really, a, 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 you know, dovetails nicely together. So we have clients on the healthcare side, like Kaiser Permanente, Shriners Hospitals for Children. We work with nonprofits uh, such as DAV, which is Disabled American Veterans, the Wallace Foundation, which is headquartered out in New York, is one of the largest uh, education foundations in the country. And then on the federal government side, we have very large contracts with the Department of Defense, Department of Health and Human Services, Social Security Administration, and talk about a great cause. We just won last year a $25 million contract with the Peace Corps to help attract more um, volunteers to become uh, members of the Peace Corps and, and, you know, do great things around the world. So we really live our mission and we have a very tight focus on the type of clients that we work with. And uh, it, it's been very successful formula. I think that works for any company when you, when you truly understand who your client is. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I love Evelyn's across the street down, down here for, for lunch, but uh, they're not your client. And you would probably, I, I'm putting words in your mouth that you would probably turn around to Brandon and say, I'm not your guy, but I know a guy. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's one of the core foundational principles of marketing. Know your audience, know your customer, um, have a niche. And don't try to be all things to all people. And um, certainly we are in a very competitive environment in our industry. You know, there's literally thousands of marketing, advertising, and PR firms out there. And we've really kind of carved out our distinct niche. And um, that really helps us attract not only the right clients who from the outside are looking at us and going, hey, they fit my needs. They understand me. They get me. And they're going to be able to help me produce the results I need to produce. The other great thing it does, though, is it helps us attract the kind of talent that wants to work on the kind of brands and clients that we want to um, serve. So it's a it's a um, having that very strong positioning and that clarity of focus uh, is, is really an important marketing formula for our own success. Right. Well, you you mentioned PR marketing and advertising. Um, one word or three words. What's that? Is that one word or three words? PR, advertising, and marketing. I mean, I mean do they all a, seem to be interrelated? They are yet all interrelated. And, and you know, marketing is the more global term that involves uh, a, a, the variety of things that you do to engage your customer, whether it's the kind of product you develop, how you promote it, what the price is, um, you know, and, and the various distribution systems. So marketing is the bigger umbrella. You know, advertising is the kind of the paid media that can drive action and the public relations is how you mold uh, perception uh, and uh, uh, publicize your firm and other things. But the key is, and, and this is one of the secret sauces of Crosby, is the integrated marketing approach pulls together the tapestry of all forms of communication and all marketing disciplines to engage an audience because nobody sits around and says, I want to see an ad. I want to see a social media post. Oh, I'm reading a press release. It's all communications to your audience. So it can involve, you know, everything from kind of the branding of an organization, the advertising, the publicity, the website engagement, email marketing programs, search engine marketing programs, events, 
you name it, you know, partnership development, sponsorships, all of these things uh, meld together in an integrated marketing program to reach the right people at the right place at the right time to drive whatever the desired action is. So we do, for instance, the national program to recruit more Americans to become organ donors. And we have very specialized audiences from those 55 plus who may think they're too old for organ donation to a 17 year old who's just getting their driver's license. And so we put together like a customized communications program to reach those very disparate audiences in ways that are going to be successful. So that's kind of why an integrated marketing mix is so important. It's funny that you mentioned organ donation because I spoke with uh, a former employee of yours, and I'm drawing the total blank on her name, but uh, she had a son, Jonah, who had... Oh, Danielle Moore. Yes. Yeah. With, um, you know, with the the kidney, the biliary... Yeah. Treason, I think it was. And mm-hmm. there was, you know, there was kidney transplants. There was everything on both parts of that. And she couldn't say enough about Crosby Marketing and how you handled her crisis as far as being able to support them as far as, you know, as, as much as you could. And um, she just went on and on and on about that. And it's, uh, you know, it certainly speaks to a local business that. I mean, you're just, I mean, you're number three, but I mean, there's, uh, you know, they're not just a number that are coming through here. These are people. And I mean, obviously that spoke, that spoke really deeply to me to sit there and say, this is a, this is not just, okay, yeah, well, sorry, you've got a medical issue. Uh, you know, you've got yeah. two weeks of leave and we'll see. You know? yeah. Well, number one, Danielle is an amazing person herself. And she's like a lot of people here at Crosby, who's just a, a great professional, but got a great heart and is, is just a super person. And, you know, what they went through with their, their son, Jonah was harrowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, as a parent, I can't even imagine what they went through, but she's come through with, with flying colors, uh, you know, was able to donate, uh, to, to help save Jonah's life, basically. Right. And uh, they're doing very well. And um, we would love to have Danielle come back to work here at Crosby. <laughs> but I think that's, you know, that's the kind of company we want to be, um, you know, that not only does a great job being a business, but being a place where, uh, you know, our culture and our people enjoy working here or care about each other. That's kind of one of our core values is care and respect for each other. So it's great to hear that you've heard good things out there about yeah, us. Well, you know, and, and carrying on to that a little bit too, because you guys have been, I mean, COVID has thrown the world for a loop. Obviously nobody's going to deny that. And uh, certainly here, one thing that I became aware of uh, during COVID was the Food insecurity in the county and how, you know, while people on the service may appear to be doing fine, um, they're, you know, less than a paycheck away from figuring out how they're going to buy the groceries the next week. And I know that you guys have been very instrumental in the success of the Anne Arundel County Food Bank over the last year. And you guys have always gone out to the community to find ways as a company. And this is not, this is not Raymond Crosby just writing a check saying, okay, here, fine, here's a thousand dollars, go away. Um, you're you're walking the walk and you're talking the talk uh, with yourself as well as your employees as well as your company as well as the brand and I mean if you can speak a little bit onto the the what what drove you for the food bank this year yeah well I think you know some of this goes back to 
um, Ralph and my mother, Carlotta, who have always just believed in giving back and that, you know, we've been very fortunate and very blessed in a lot of ways that it's, it's in a way a, a responsibility to help your fellow community member. And um, so when COVID hit and we saw everything that was going on and we were fortunate enough to have a very stable business, you know, we looked around and said, wow, you know, there's a lot of people in need. And we had done a, we have our annual actions that matter day of service where we close both of our offices and all of our employees go out and do community service projects. And about five years prior to COVID hitting, we had done one of those days at the food bank where we loaded food all day it was it was a strenuous it was a brutal day it it was it was a (laughs) my back hurt after that day uh but they are a great organization and what we love about it is it's it's like direct community impact like we you know our not just our work and our volunteer service but our actual donation we know it's going to help people right here in the community so we um got in touch with the food bank and made some some very significant donations and uh, have continued to do that through this year so we started when covid started and then this year we did uh, another significant uh, matching gift program and you know we just feel very fortunate to be able to do that and and again um hopefully our, our staff members feel good about it you know we know sure. if we're going to work really hard but we can have that added value of being a business um that's an engine for doing good things in the community that's that's icing on the cake and and it's an important component of you know again being a good corporate citizen and, and like you said doing more than talking about it but, you know, actually walking the walk. It, it really is. And I'll tell you, if everybody that's listening to uh, when you see the food bank come up with a matching donation from Crosby, let's put them out of business. Let's make, <laughs> let's make that check as big as we possibly can. I, I've actually uh, said that to them before. You know, it's like, wow, wouldn't it be amazing? But, you know, just look right now. We've made it through COVID for the most part. I mean, it's right. still there's still lingering um, issues there. But their need is as great as ever. There's still a lot of people and it's not just food. It's, you know, baby formula. And, you know, we have senior seniors out there in the community that, you know, can't get medications. So, you know, these are tough, tough challenges. But again, I think the business community can really play a important role. There are public and private, you know, ways to solve some of these problems. And, you know, I'm a big believer that a rising tide lifts all boats. You know, if the community does well, you know, everybody should do well. We we absolutely should. And and I do appreciate the fact that you're focused on the local community. Uh, And I have, and I've always, these, I I used to donate an awful lot when I owned several travel agencies to uh, We Care and Friends Mm -hmm. and, uh, or the Boys and Girls Clubs of Annapolis. And -hmm. and we worked with them an awful lot. And people were like, well, why them and not the American Cancer Society or the, you know, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And I said, because I know that and it wasn't a whole lot of money, but I mean, if I write a check for $100, I know that it's going to buy four basketballs to work with kids after school there. Right. If I write a check for, you know, for $100 to the American Cancer Society, it's probably going to go to the CEO a little bit and some benefits and then a little tiny bit like that. And, and I think it really makes a difference when we look at the community as far as the businesses that we need to support when we go out and, you know, when we shop, when we go out and when we eat. Uh, you know, these are our neighbors. These are our friends. These are the ones that are going to, you know, take some money off of you and get the profit and spend it back into the community. And that's what really makes a robust community, which 
I think we really do have here in Annapolis. Yeah, uh, I think the you know acting local is um, definitely something that that is important, and uh, you know being part of the community is of paramount importance to us. And uh, so I think we're going to continue to to try to be you know a really strong not not just from a donation standpoint, but from you know really being a champion for for all people in our community to be have the opportunity to be successful and uh, something that we recently did which is a little different is we just established a scholars program with Anne Arundel Community College I, I remember that That's... and um, so which is really interesting one of the challenges our industry has the advertising PR communications field is it lacks diversity so we want to try to contribute to bringing more underrepresented students and communities into our profession so we we've worked for about two years, uh, and this year we actually launched the uh, the Crosby Scholars Program with, in partnership with Anne Arundel Community College. We get a hundred thousand uh, dollar grant, and uh, we are not only helping four students through tuition, uh, paying tuition, but we're also um, bringing them in, bringing here. them here to Crosby. So each of those students now has a mentor or two mentors here at Crosby um, that we're working together to try to spur their interest in the career and help them, um, you know, get some training that will help them when they ultimately get out of school to pursue a career. Uh, and that's, that's going to continue over each year. So that program is going to grow. We've made a four-year commitment. And uh, it's really it's really exciting. We had our first batch of students in uh, about two months ago uh, before the holidays. And it was, it, was, it was really, really a cool program. It's so fantastic. I mean, and uh, you know, my diss on the schools is that they say, you know, they, okay, what are you going to major in in college? Let's get you out of high school and into college or whatever it may be. But getting some real-life experiences... Uh, you know, yes, I want to major in communications, PR, and and, and marketing. Uh, I don't know what the hell that is when I'm 18, 19, or 20 years <laughs> right, old. Right. I come in here into Crosby Marketing, and I can sit there and I can see, hey, this is this is how we're making a difference. This is how a company, as opposed to just a PR firm, operates. Oh, they're involved in the community. They're involved in this way and this way and mm-hmm. this way. This is the type of creativity I can express Mm -hmm. for the clients um, and really kind of hone their thing. I imagine that, you know, one of the goals, uh, certainly not the primary goal, would be that, you know, you may find somebody that has come through you that's a superstar and you're like, absolutely, bring it on in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, it's kind of a win-win for everybody um, because one, the students are going to get some exposure and some mentorship and that type of thing. But one of the things I'm excited about is learn. I think we can learn from those students. I mean, we have clients that that need to reach young, diverse audiences who who you know are from a different generation. <laughs> how, how, how good and, were you on TikTok a couple years ago? You know? <laughs> not very. Uh, so, and and our business is changing all the time, and that's one of the things I love about the work we do is, you know, you've got to be up on culture. You've got to be up on technology. You've got to be up on, you know, the zeitgeist of what's going on in the world and and your community. And so I think, you know, we're going to learn as much from these young people as, as they're going to get from us. So it's, it's, it's a cool thing. And our, our staff is really, you know, our staff members that are the mentors, they're really excited about it. What a great opportunity for them. Absolutely. Well, what are the future plans for Crosby? I mean, you've got an office in Bethesda. You've got your headquarters here in Annapolis. Um, are we moving to Hong Kong, London anytime <laughs> soon? Or? Well, I, this is always going to be our home base. Um, 
And I think one of the things that has driven our success is we've really had smart growth. So having a thoughtful growth plan, we want to continue to grow. We're certainly have more mountains to climb. Um, but you know, we don't have any, uh, a grand plan to just geographically have offices all over the country. Um, but now that we do have people in, you know, we have a couple people in Boston, we have a couple of people in, we have someone in Vermont and it's creating some opportunities um, to do work and have clients in in some of those markets, which is really nice. But I think we're going to stick to our our focus, and it's it's less about the geography of where we are, and more about the doing great work for the kind of clients that we can be very successful with. I'd imagine the in the remote areas, if you will, and I must say remote meaning employees are working remotely, uh, probably could go back to your origins, it's like. Somebody there. Oh well, hey, can you you know? And it just sort of n- grows organically mm-hmm. from yeah. that from that community. And yeah. if it makes sense, that makes sense there. Yeah. But I think you know, interesting. Despite the fact that we have a hybrid work schedule now, despite the fact that we have many employees um, that are fully remote, I'm still a big, big believer in human personal interaction, communication, and and that you get better work, you get better relationships that you build better culture by people being together. So we're, you know, we have a hybrid schedule now. People work fully remote on Mondays and Fridays, but Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, the vast majority of our staff members are are in the office. And it really, you know, I, I believe it's a big benefit. I, I agree with you to the end end of the earth there, that there's nothing that can replace a handshake or a look across the table or a smile or just a, hey, how are you doing? A stand by the water cooler and, and sit there and talk. And certainly in a creative environment like you've got here, to be able to throw ideas out like, you know, back and forth to, you know, bounce it off of different people with different different thoughts and, and ideas. I Absolutely. Mean, yeah. And we have a lot of very, very creative people who you get them in a room together and, and you know, really collaborating and and that's where some you know great magical things can happen so not that whiteboards going crazy sticking not that it not that that can't happen all virtually but but my feeling is um there's still that extra value one of the you know every study they've ever done of employee satisfaction is that if someone has a friend at work or believes that their manager is supportive of them the retention goes through the roof. So we have amazing retention compared to our industry peers. And I think one of it is that we all come in and, you know, I know everybody. I I, I, I know what some of their kids are doing and I know right. what might be going on in their life. Or just to say, hey, how was the holidays? What, what, what did you do? Or, hey, I heard you went to a concert the other night. What was that like? And that kind of just being together and being part of a team, I think, is, is still... Um, super important to being successful absolutely what's uh, the future hold for you i mean do you have a do you have a son a third generation that's looking to come over and take the i am very or? fortunate to have three very sharp talented kids um and not that you're uh, biased or anything yeah, but that's no, a- <laughs> no 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 that's mostly due to their mother not me uh but um they're you know my son eric is uh, has just moved back to the area and we're talking about potentially doing some things together my son uh, ray 
Ray is working at a multimedia firm down in Richmond. He went to school at VCU. And uh, my daughter, Kara, is, has just graduated from uh, NYU in New York City. And uh, she has just started working uh, for a marketing and event management company. So at some point here, there might be uh, another generation of Crosby's uh, involved in the business. But that will be partly if, if they really want to pursue that. And uh, Well, sure. Everybody's got to pursue their own thing. And you've had a relationship with your father and to be able to uh, to do it. But I mean, it's kind of nice that all, all of your kids sort of have that little bug. Yeah, little bug yeah it's so fantastic. It's rewarding. I'm, I'm very fortunate and very proud of my kids. I will say that you know, one more thing on, on your father. If you can get the book locally or Amazon, you want to check out Diaries of a Main Street Boy. And this is the story of Ralph Crosby growing up on Main Street. I'm trying to remember the story the business that it was i'm thinking it may have been next door to what is now acme upstairs it uh it it's memoirs of a main street boy is the title of the book you can get it on amazon and you can also get it uh at several local bookstores my dad grew up uh, 183 main street which was right next to the theater that used to be on on main street it's now just a couple it's right up from austeria Okay. Two, two doors up. I okay. Think. Um, and uh, it's a couple of brick steps there. And, uh, you know, it just kind of chronicles uh, some of his his journey through life uh, from being born and raised here in Annapolis. And then some of the things that happened from uh, the just the growth of the community, from some of the things that happened from, you know, his experiences with with religion and diversity in the community and how some historical events that happened here uh, in Annapolis to present day all work together to kind of shape who he is and uh, has has kind of brought the community to where it is today. So it's a fascinating read. And uh, it's just a great story of a, you know, a, a local kid who kind of made his own way and made something special of himself. I, I wholeheartedly agree there and i know that he coined the term uh the restauranting of annapolis i believe it was <laughs> when uh the restaurants started to come in and everything else but it's a fascinating look into what annapolis was and how it's uh probably an insight to a little bit how we got to where we are today absolutely um you know, Crosby Marketing and Communications has been around since the 70s here in Annapolis, but obviously the family has been here for quite some time. And I thank you so much for your time today. Congratulations on, I've got to get my calculator out to figure out how many years and everything that you've done for the community and continue to do for the community. And, um, you know, all, all the best for the future for you guys. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun talking with you and I'm really proud of our staff and uh, proud to be part of the, the greater Annapolis community. Thanks for listening to this week's local business spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.